It's May 4th. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and this is the 10 News, where we get the lowdown on what's up in the world. Today has Jedis everywhere saying, may the 4th be with you. In the next 10 minutes, we'll find out more about Star Wars Day. Let's get into the 10. Whether you've seen all the Star Wars movies or not, you've surely heard the famous phrase, may the force be with you. It's a Jedi thing. It's also the origin of the fan-driven phenomenon known as Star Wars Day, which, for obvious reasons, is celebrated on May the 4th. Even though the Star Wars saga takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, some of its amazing sci-fi technology can actually be found in our world. No way! While most of us don't have our own personal droids like R2-D2, C-3PO, or BB-8, scientists have developed robots to help with all kinds of things, from delivering packages to performing surgical procedures. There's even a hospital in China staffed with robots that help take care of COVID-19 patients. Then there are the researchers in Singapore who developed a type of electronic skin used for prosthetics. They said that they were partially inspired by Luke Skywalker's bionic arm. The scientists created a kind of artificial nervous system that can sense touch, identify textures and shapes, feel temperature, and can even read Braille. That's incredible! If you've ever dreamed of speeding across the galaxy on a hoverbike, you may be closer than you think. A California-based company called Hoversurf has developed a flying motorcycle that's already available for purchase, if you've got $150,000 to spend. And if you think being able to see friends and family through Zoom is cool, Imagine having them pop up as a hologram in your living room, Princess Leia style. What? Holographic technology is already being used for things like concerts and virtual meetings. Seems like only a matter of time until you could beam a projection of yourself to a friend and say, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Next, let's go to our correspondent, Bridget Todd, It's May the 4th, which is pretty much unofficial Star Wars Day, because the saying, May the Force be with you, kind of sounds like the date, May the 4th, today. But I have to admit, as much as I'm so excited to talk about Star Wars, I haven't actually seen a lot of Star Wars content. (gasps) I watched The Mandalorian, which I loved, and I loved Baby Yoda. He was the cutest, and I loved how he couldn't stop eating frog eggs. I love eating eggs, so I could really relate. But I wanted to talk to people who loved Star Wars. So I decided to hang out with my good friend Mike, who has loved all things Star Wars since he was a little kid. He first got hooked on Star Wars back in the 1980s, watching Luke Skywalker and Han Solo take on the evil forces of the Galactic Empire. Yup, he's a grown-up, y'all. So I got on my speeder bike, aka my little moped, and jetted over to his place. But on the way... I saw something amazing. I don't know what it is that brought us together. Maybe it was the Force. On the way to talk to Mike and friends about Star Wars, for this very podcast in honor of May the 4th, I passed a house in Washington, D.C. decorated with Yoda, 
and Darth Vader, and At-Ats, and Death Stars, and all kinds of Star Wars stuff. I jumped off my moped I was riding on, ran two blocks, rang the doorbell to find out whether the person who set out those decorations was from the light side or the dark side. Here's what he had to say. I created a display in my front yard that says, May the 4th be with you. And next to that is a R2-D2 and, a, and Baby Yoda. I couldn't believe it. Someone wanting to use Star Wars to spread hope amongst the galaxy. And when I got to Mike's, he could really relate. So why do you love Star Wars so much? What's, what, is it, what is it about Star Wars? Why do you love it so much? When I was a little boy, I grew up in the 1980s shortly after Star Wars came out and Luke Skywalker was just the coolest guy. Like I wanted to be him. He was, he was the aspirational version of myself. He was the guy that I could be. And he was in this movie with Han Solo, who was the coolest older guy I could ever imagine. Right? Like, Hey, Han Solo was the man that I aspired to be. Luke Skywalker was the boy that I was. Did you ever play any Star Wars games when you were a kid? Oh, I totally did. I mean, me and my friends, I can remember just like sitting around, like trying to use the force, right? Like looking at a thing looking at a spoon and trying to move the spoon using the force. Like Luke could lift a whole X-wing. I ought to be able to lift a spoon, you know, but that never worked for me. You were not able to use the force? I was, I've never been able to use the force. Maybe I don't have enough midichlorians. I don't know. (laughs) So are there lessons that you think that kids can take away from Star Wars today? Totally. Ultimately, Star Wars is about doing the right thing. And listening to that voice inside that tells you what the right thing is and tells you that when you go with it, you get power from that. It really felt like the Force was trying to put me where I needed to be. But before we get to that galaxy far, far away, let's do a little trivia. Mike, young Jedi, will you play a little Star Wars trivia with me today? I'll give it my best shot. Okay. From a galaxy far, far away, here are some questions. I'm ready. Bring it on. According to the Emperor, what was Luke Skywalker's weakness? A. His faith in the light side of the Force. B. His faith in his friends. C. His lack of vision. D. His resistance to the dark side of the Force. B. His faith in his friends. That's what the Emperor said was his weakness. And you know what? His friends came through for him. When you're right, you're right. Correct. Question two. What was the first job that Finn told Han Solo he had at the Starkiller base? A, pilot. B, sanitation. C, guard. D, chef. B, sanitation. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is. You are right! Yes! Sanitation! It's so consistent with the humility that runs through the Star Wars heroes. Next question. Who freed Princess Leia from her chains at Jabba's palace? A. C-3PO B. Chewbacca C. 
Luke Skywalker, D, R2-D2. Well, this is a complicated one because Luke orchestrated the escape, but technically it was R2 who removed the chains. Is that your final answer? My final answer is R2. You are right! Good job zeroing in on that nuance like a... Like a a pilot with a targeting system. There you go. There you go. I mean, it's more like... I'm more like when Luke threw off his targeting system and just used the force. That's how I'm answering these questions. From the hip. Okay, let's ask one last question about my number one dude. You know him. You love him. Yoda. What was Yoda's species? A. Atrilith. B. A Yolar. C. Yangrar. Yangrar. <laughs> D. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the name of Yoda's species. Nobody even knows if there are multiple individuals within that species. Uh, I'd love to know if you do, but uh, I guess I'm going to have to go with D. Nobody knows. You are correct. Lightning round! Is Baby Yoda Yoda? Its name is Grogu. (laughs) And I'm not sure. All right, fair enough. Mike, any last parting words for our listeners today about Star Wars or the Force and how it may be with them? I appreciate that they listened to this segment and the Force is always with them. The Force is always with you, and I hope you feel it this May the 4th. Now that we've charged our lightsabers, let's check in on what else is going on in the world. The U.S. has pledged to send medical aid to India as the country experiences a dramatic spike in COVID-19 cases. A federal judge has dismissed a case aimed at keeping transgender athletes from competing in girls' high school sports in Connecticut. Four-year-old Josh Vinson Jr. was the big winner in the Josh fight, an event in Lincoln, Nebraska, that drew hundreds of people, all named Josh, to battle each other with pool noodles. And this week is Teacher Appreciation Week. Make sure to thank a teacher in your life and check out our social media accounts for our week-long appreciation of great educators. A big, big, big heartfelt thank you to all the hardworking, committed, creative teachers that made these crazy 13 months a little bit better. We thank you. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. And now for your what? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. What event inspired the first mainstream use of the phrase, May the Fourth Be With You? Was it A, astronaut Sally Ride becoming the first American woman to go to space? B, Deepak Chopra setting the Guinness World Record for the largest meditation gathering? Or C, Margaret Thatcher getting elected Prime Minister of the UK? Did you guess it? The answer is... C. 
Margaret Thatcher became the first woman to serve as Prime Minister of the UK on May 4th, 1979. To celebrate, her political party ran a newspaper ad that said, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. Considering she went on to become the longest-serving British Prime Minister of the 20th century, I'd say the force was strong with this one. Time's up. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. You can go deeper into today's stories by visiting the10news.com. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team has no Joshes, but includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Jenna Pasqua, Stephen Tompkins, and Sarah Olander. Bridget Todd contributed to today's episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. May the 4th be with you. And watch out tomorrow for Revenge of the (laughs) 5th. Get it?